snow's coming down. I'm watching it fall. Watch the people around. Baby, please come home. Church bells in town. All ringing in song. Full of happy sounds. Baby, please come home. They're singing deck the halls. But it's not like Christmas at all. Pretty lights on the trees, I'm watching them shine. You should be here with me, baby, please come home. Baby, please come home. Baby, please come home. Baby, baby, please come home. <laughs> <laughs> the only good Christmas song uh, that one and Band-Aid you know do they know it's Christmas the only good Christmas songs written in the last hundred years well uh, that's just why saying. I picked this song just saying because I knew this was the only song you would sing <laughs> well we really stop. only Christmas song you'd sing I don't know if I would call what I just did singing yes I mean, you're putting air quotes around that are you know but uh, yeah so uh it's Christmas has happened. Yeah. Christmas has happened. We, uh, and look, we're still we're going strong. We're up to three whole episodes now, so that's good. We yes, to, we got that going for us. Broken area. Yes, broken area. The uh, we're so me. we're we're it's it's the dark side of Broca's area. I don't. I thought we always had a bit of a dark side. We explore the dark side of things. We do. <laughs> We explore. I didn't know we were exploring anything. <laughs> we're exploring. <laughs> we, got the, we got some interesting comments in the last episode. Really? Yes. Three. Oh. Well, one's from me. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, one, this is from Jim. Jim. In Fort Worth. Now, who's a... Uh, comes to us, I think, through listen, listening to Tangential Convergence, which... Oh. Uh, yeah, he was listening to that. Uh, and, of course, we put an episode of that out about once every, you know, eight months. Mm -hmm. Uh, first, glad the house is getting back to normal. On guns, couldn't agree more. This guy lives in Texas. Yes. There will be a national conversation about this, but you might want to cover your ears. Oh. People without logic on their side tend to scream the loudest. Give the kids an extra hug. Um, and then Rachel, yay, says the ukulele is a fun instrument and I love the summary vibe it gives off. The KTB root means right in Hebrew, in Hebrew too. A ketuba is a written marriage contract. Contract. Oh. Ketuvim... And B and V are the same letter in Hebrew, okay? So a uh, differentiated by a diatrical mark, like a oh, accent mark. Oh, very cool. Uh, is the final section of the Jewish sacred book, and it literally, literally means writings. Personally, I think it's time to put the idea of repealing the Second Amendment on the table. At the very least, they would, wouldn't be that cudgel to aim at any reasonable regulation. So she's saying maybe it's time to change the U.S. Constitution. Oh, yeah. Well, I think it is, but I mean... I hope so. Well, no, it's not going to happen. Think about to change it, they'd have to repeal that amendment, right? Which they could do. They've, they've changed things in the past. Lowered the voting age. I think that was the 23rd or 24th Amendment. The 25th Amendment is the one that puts the presidential line of succession in place, things like that. Uh, and those are recent enough. But you have to get, I think, and I, I'm, not, I'm just, it's got to be both houses of Congress, so the Senate and the 
House. Plus, it's got to, I think, be two-thirds of the state's legislatures have to approve mm -hmm. it. And you know, are you going to get two-thirds of a Republican Congress to vote? I hope vote? so. No, you wouldn't. Well, They're not going to vote to repeal it. And are you going to get two-thirds of the states? No. Um, well, we've seen not? how hard is it to, to change our Constitution. Chris, every time they open up our Constitution to change, the country almost fucking falls apart. <laughs> so, I mean, no, I know, but it, we have changed it. There have been had, changes. Yes, but look what it did. There it's, were recent changes. There are changes you don't even know sometimes yeah, but that are happening. But, but those are changes that are... Like in when they changed the, the school system in Newfoundland from being run by seven different religions, way to go Newfoundland, down to being a secular school system in 1998, that only had to have the approval of Newfoundland and the federal government because it only affected them. Same thing when Quebec changed from having a Protestant and Catholic school board to having an English and French set of school boards. That's just Quebec and... No, but sometimes there are amendments, changes to, um, for example, uh, the language law. Um, you know, if, if you look in... But that's the, a law, that's not the Constitution, that's a difference. Well, exactly, like, things have, things can change. Yeah, but you couldn't, you, you can't make a law in the States banning all guns, like, you couldn't do that, because it, it, it violates the, the U.S. Constitution, right? And that's the problem, I mean, so you have to... Really you have to change the Constitution. You have to be run by that. Yes, you have to be run by it, that's what the Constitution does. There are, okay, in Canada, there's the British North American Act. Okay, we can talk there's about ours. the Constitution. And there's the Constitution Act 82, yeah. the Charter of Canadian Rights. Which is part of the Constitution it's, Act. It's like a, a mosaic of, of things that are put together. Yeah, and there are some laws as well that are just there by, by that, that aren't even written. They're unspoken laws. Yeah, but that's our things system. Things that are but that's just our, happen. Yeah, but that's our system. Out of tradition. That's not the American system. The American system is, it's all based on their written constitution. Our system has, has know, the, the tradition. Well, yeah, I yeah, I know studied it's, law in, in, in the States, but I watch a sure lot of, that... I've been watching the West Wing a lot. <laughs> no, but I mean, you can't just change that kind of stuff. That's how laws get overturned, because they're unconstitutional, right? So... I don't know what it would take to get rid of that. Well, each state could decide then separately. And no, then... they can't. That's the thing. They can they can make gun control laws, but they get How challenged. How did um, was it Connecticut that just uh, legalized marijuana? How, how no, that's that? uh, Colorado. And uh, well, can Washington. they get around it? Maybe it's not guns. Maybe it's Mar bullets. Anything like yeah, who stores, knows? control the stores, like close them, I don't know, like well, this make is the, them illegal, yeah, make, could, the, make the stores illegal. Because that would violate the people's right to bear arms. It would violate the, the people's right to bear arms. Well, people can bear arms, arms in quotation marks that are like, they're, they're fake arms. Well, this you know? is the thing that gets me, is like, it actually doesn't say guns, it says arms, so mm -hmm. really it should be fine to walk down the street, I think I said this last time. To walk down the street carrying... Maybe big sticks? No, or sarin. Or mustard gas. <laughs> you know, or a nuclear weapon. So, it says for a, reg a well-regulated militia is what the... the, 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 the well, it also says. So bad as Muslims then that don't want to change their... Oh, no, the Americans worship their constitution in a very strange way. I mean, anything that cannot be changed is... It's, 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 oh, it it's gets a dictature. It's, it's a dictature. 
it gets changed. I mean, you know, there's no slavery anymore. They got rid of that. They, uh, uh, senators are elected. The women got to vote. <clears throat> so it's possible, but it's not going to happen. I mean, I think it's, I think Rachel's right. I think talking about that is not a bad idea. But I don't know that it'll solve anything, unfortunately. Well, they'll just have to find solutions around it then. If I they don't so. want to change the, the document, then... Yeah, I mean, well, that's what you have to do, is find a way to make it... The is wrong. The problem with the... It's written with, it was in written by 18th century yes. mentality. With, in, in, a very, in the 21st century. And the pretty enlightened 18th century mentality, but still an 18th century mentality, you're right. And that's the issue. But things change. The world is changing. We're happy. We have more people than we've ever had yeah. on the planet. I mean, it's not gonna be always like that. Like the world's not gonna just stay the way it is. No. You just but, have to allow for some flexibility. See, there's, there's something. There's something to be said for the way that it is here compared to the way it is in the states. Um, and one of those things is that they have a thing. You know how they're all into their their their, their founding fathers. You know, yes, James Madison, Thomas Jefferson, Eddie Van Halen, and now I threw that one in. See if you're paying attention. I don't. But like these you guys say things like that. They just kind of. I'm so used to them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't laugh at them. No, they're not, they're not, they're not funny, actually. But these guys are, 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 are revered. And, you know, they're pretty pretty smart guys. But they're revered so much that it's like they're infallible. So all people seem to wonder, wonder about, for example, a lot of people, what did the founders think? Well, you know what the founders would think if they were around today? Oh, egad, flying iron bird, when they saw an airplane. And they would think, what's that crazy box that has moving pictures in it on your furniture? You know, they're old, they're, they're dead guys. They were really smart. And they were very enlightened for their time. Um, even though they were slave owners, a lot of them and stuff. But still, so were a lot of people. But they were... But when you question the... Anything about what they thought, you then think that you're then told that oh, well, you know, it's not American or something. Well, I can understand that you'd want to have some form of thing that makes you who you are. You know, this is who you are. You're American. You have an American constitution that gained through war, and it means something. Yeah, there's 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 good in it for sure. If, if you know. Well, you know the thing is Jefferson thought Jefferson thought like they just changed every twenty years. Like he, I think oh. it was Jefferson. You know, uh, he they was. Didn't, they didn't write it in though. No. They didn't make it. No, part and of course, of the... if you change that, if you say change it every twenty years, then you can one of the changes could be don't change it. Uh, but it doesn't change that often. That's the thing. Well, um, ours is somewhat still flexible. That's to a point what I like about but it. But amending ours is almost impossible. Because to amend ours, you need 
uh, both houses of parliament, but then you also, so the Senate and the, the House of Commons, but then you also oh. need... Harper's changing it all the he's time. Not changing he's the doing consti- all kinds he's of not things. He's changing the Constitution. Well, it's got all kinds of bills going. Well, they're, but they're the Constitution. Are part, bills no, are part of no, the they, law, legal system. Yes, of course, but they aren't the rules of the game. The Constitution is the rules, right? And to change ours, you need, like, if you wanted to say, make Canada a republic. No, no more monarchy. No more monarchy. I'd be for that tomorrow. Um, I don't, you know, Scarborough dude's a monarchist. Did you know that, by the way? Oh. Yeah, he's a monarchist. Crazy dude. He's a monarchist, yeah. yeah. But yuck. To, 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 let's say we wanted to have an elected president, okay? Figurehead mm-hmm. kind of thing. To do that, and that involves then changing, that we would need unanimous consent, all ten provinces. Plus we would need... I know that. Yeah, so I'm just how hard is that? So PEI with its 103,000 fucking people could hold that up. That's what, well, or, or if you wanted to change uh, anything that changes well, institutions. Well, it ain't broke, so there's... No, it works pretty well. Our constitution's pretty, pretty good, damn good. So. It, it's a pretty good document. In fact, you know, a lot of uh, people used to say that the one that new countries, new democracy should emulate is the American constitution. Um, Rob Hampton, an old friend of mine, um, of ours, sent me a, a link to a Washington Post article, was it? Saying that countries are now being told when they're like emerging democracies in Africa and stuff like that, when they're writing their first constitutions, mm-hmm. they're being told, what you want to emulate is the Canadian constitution, not mm. the American one. Mm-hmm. Uh, because ours has language rights in it and minority rights and things like that, and the American one doesn't have that in it. Right? Oh. So. so there you go. A little politics. A little bit of politics for the to start us out but thanks for the comments to both Jim and to Rachel that was really nice yes it's much appreciated mm-hmm. um, what did you think so far of uh, my friend Ian used to always ask the same question at what? Christmas at Christmas he called me like when he was like 16, 17 years old so did you give did you get more than you gave <laughs> <laughs> so did you did you enjoy Christmas yeah Christmas was good it's Beer's hard to open. It's it's just it's a fan, nice family time. Yeah, it's it a is. nice family That's what break. I like about it. Yeah. Uh, we're pretty tired by the end of the term. <laughs> yes. And it's oh hell much yeah. Needed. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Start feeling like being able to get up a, a little bit later. Just I got up at I got up at nine twenty this morning. I haven't done that. I was up at eight thirty, <laughs> and usually I'm up by six thirty or seven. Oh yeah. And just that little extra and going to bed a little bit later too is yeah. it's, oh, it's nice. Just a little more freedom. It's fun. Yeah, it's nice. It is yeah, nice. It's a nice change. It's a nice change, you know. And uh, so. uh, we did, uh, you know, uh, Christmas Eve. We have a thing, and we talked about this in the old show as well. Mm-hmm. Um, back when we were at the old, back when we were on NBC before we moved over to CBS. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but. One of the things we do at Christmas Eve, uh, we started a tradition probably six or seven years ago now, is we all make a different dish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this year we uh, did uh, some awesome stuff. And it's the first, really, I think it's the first time we've had seared foie gras. Yes. And it was, uh, it's pretty good. I'm going to recommend to you, all of you people out there, you should eat it. But let's hope they'll have some again because I, I would like to eat have it, it again. In, I just a, buy it. in a bit of a different way. Yeah. And, uh, because uh, I was making the rice and it got cold a bit. And also you put it under the... The duck breast? The duck. And um, 
the dock, I don't know why, it has this kind of bitter taste to it somehow. To bitter? Me. Okay. Yeah, well, it's there's, gamey. There's, uh, a, there's a little bit of a bitterness that I don't understand why it's happening. I want to know what that is. Hmm. Is there another way to cook it? A duck breast? Not... It's sort of the classic way is the way I did it. It's kind of a... I don't know how to explain it. It's not bitter, but it's um, sort of when you when you eat um, Brussels sprouts, there's that little tinge of something that's, that's kind of bitterness. I think it's bitterness. I didn't notice that at all, but I, I believe you. I just didn't. That's yeah. not something I picked up on. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it was rich. I think I think maybe <laughs> um, really uh, crispy. Um, Really get the pan really really hot. Well, I did that. And, um, but somehow maybe use a different pan, and um, put it on um, some steak of something other than beef. Something. What like, the foie? Yeah. I don't know. I think it'd be good on top of a fillet, because fillet has no fat, right? Eh? Fillet has no fat at all, right? That's why it's and it's. Also yeah, but I find flavor. beef just to be so normal, so regular. You know? <laughs> so you'd, you'd want to, yeah, okay, you'd want to kick it up to so notches. I'm known to mankind. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I don't Maybe know. Maybe with rabbit. No, sure. Rabbit's pre again pretty. You want to do it with something pretty lean, though. I think. I think you're right. Uh, or um, some uh, pounded. Pounded veal, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Something like that? Yeah, yeah, that would work. I don't know. I just uh, would like to try it, try it a bit differently. Yeah. And uh, with, not with so much of that blueberry sauce that kind of masked the taste a little bit mm -hmm. of, the, of the foie gras. But, yeah. Whoa, was it good. That stuff is oh, killer. Oh, it's something. It's something. It's so smooth. It's well, you're unreal. eating basically a big hunk of fat, and uh, it's kind of hard to argue with that. Mm. <laughs> and it, yeah, it's it's very tasty. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's also like I don't like liver, but I didn't find it tasted like liver at all. I found it tasted like the fat on 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 prime rib. Is the you couldn't closest even thing. finish it. No, I couldn't. It was so rich, it? I couldn't finish the piece I had. Mm -hmm. It was you too much. You gave yourself the biggest piece, too. I gave myself the piece I started because it wasn't cooked as well as the rest of them. It was, I was the, the biggest cook. one. I mean, the biggest one. Got the biggest one for you right here. <laughs> <laughs> and we, uh, what else did we do over the holidays? Well, we owned a friend Paul's house yesterday, which was fun. We always do that on Boxing Day as well. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of cool. And, uh, yeah, this time of year is actually, it's nice because you don't, you know, you're not running around too much. Yeah, but it's, it's not easy going out with Jonathan. I mean, he's, he's being good. Oh, yeah. I have to say. It's, it's always, it gets better every year, though. He's improved a lot. It gets lot, better every year, but yeah. it's not a vacation. You know, it's not, you can't really relax. It's, visiting people is hard. Yeah. For, for John. Though, for us, though because, he knows all those people there, and that's the nice thing. Like, and he feels well, very relaxed. He stuffed his face, you know? Like, he just didn't stop eating. Yeah. He doesn't stop eating. Non stop. Yeah. 
That's you, all he Christmas, cares. You're supposed, that's what you're supposed to do. I know, but <laughs> after that, you know, like, it starts getting, ah, I have a sick stomach. Well, yeah, and then you're the one that you come home and make him French fries. <laughs> no. Well, last night you made him fries. It was for supper. Well, we came, you came, when did you come it home? It was now? like at around 7.38. Yeah, yeah. Ish. Yeah. Well, then you made him some foie gras. But he only had <laughs> cheesies and Oh, yeah? Okay, I didn't, he didn't have anything. Oh, he didn't have any substantial? Okay, I didn't realize that. food. Okay. Really? But yeah, it was, uh, yeah, he, he's, a, he's a handful, but, you know, what the hell. He's, he's getting, like I said, he still is easier to deal with than he was. You know, I don't think there's any doubt about that. But, mm-hmm. um... Yeah. What else? We've had, uh, it's been, we had a horrible, we had a big snowstorm here. We got, like, all the snow at once. Yeah. We had well, no all snow. All in one day. We suddenly had 40 centimeters of snow. Yeah, just before Christmas. Yeah. 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 And, like, we had, because that, the day before, there was, like, you could see the lawn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now it looks like it's the middle of winter, which it is, except that, you know, um, it doesn't usually all come in one day. Mm-hmm. And now it's like minus ten, minus it's going down to minus fifteen out uh, tonight. It, it's real cold now. Like it's, uh, and I didn't mispronounce that. Like real, like instead of really. No, it's like real cold now. It's proper cold. It's the real thing. It's Northern Ontario winter now. Yes. Um, Which is though, good because though, yeah. I have uh, snowshoes and I have friends who want to go snowshoeing with me. Right. And I'll I'll uh, try. Uh, Taking some pictures with that new camera. Ah, yes, I mean, that's right. It's kind of complicated. Santa bought you a camera, didn't he? Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm reading about it, but it's... Uh, I have a friend who asked, who told me that she's looking for a class maybe at Sioux College, and I think, yeah, I'll, I'll take a class with her because... Hmm. It's uh, Scott Dawkins. Did we not have a photography class? Cla- I did. Yeah, I did. I, did. I mean, I could, I course, could sort yeah. of figure it out, mm-hmm. you know, like just push, just like I do with everything, kind of push buttons. Well, the nice thing is with a digital SLR versus a regular one, like, it's not like you're wasting film. No, I know that. You know, so. I know, but, you know, um, there's all these menus and just getting around is, it seems to be yes something and also it has a really good lens on it and you have to take it off and put it on and and I don't want to screw it up you know like I don't yeah. want to do something what, with it that I'm it not supposed don't hammer, to don't hammer a nail in with it no but <laughs> you know like can I? What if I if I take a part of my T-shirt to wipe the lens? You know, well, no, these kinds you, of things. You do, it pro- do the right thing. You, you read the manual. That's one thing you have to do. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm slowly reading the manual. That's oh, you are right. Okay. Crap to read. See what I would be doing was I, I would just get there and click 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 click. But I mean, you you showed me how to take pictures with the 35 millimeter camera we had have still. So you must know I some used stuff. to know this stuff, but I don't anymore. Oh, it's in there it's somewhere. It's a long time ago. Just practice a little bit. You'll be fine. I'm fine with that. Okay. No problem. Yeah. So, yeah, that was... Uh, I'm excited to see what it can do. Because, I mean, you know... 
I mean, frankly, I mostly take pictures of my phone now. Mm-hmm. You know. Yes. And on the right conditions, the iPhone camera can take a really nice picture. But it's got to be really under the right conditions, you know? Like, you, you, uh, a lot of times you make, like, mistakes. That's just... But again, who cares, right? But yeah, I want to see what that thing could do. I'm pretty excited about it. And uh, let's see what else. Maddie, uh, we got Maddie and iPad Mini, which I think is kind of cool. Mm -hmm. It looks like a giant iPhone. Yeah, she's been she's been using it a lot, a lot already. Yeah. 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 I think it's going to be useful because she's already finding all kinds of apps. She was showing me these cool apps. Oh, yeah. With talking and taking notes like no she shit. can take it she can take it to the class and uh it will it will transfer what the professor is saying into notes and you can you <laughs> know like put pictures and that's all interactive no it's that's all neat. really really good see i don't pay attention because i mean when, I, when i'm developing like when i'm lecturing i'm just podcasting them so I, i'm not paying attention to other stuff like that and maybe perhaps i should well what I think at one point you'll be able to have your notes. Yeah. And if everybody has the app, they'll be able to have their your notes on their iPad. Mm -hmm. And you sh you know what when we know how to do it. Yes. I'm sure pff, that's nothing new in most universities, but we're yeah. still Behind uh, I wouldn't so many say that. Things. I don't think we're that different than anywhere else. Oh, no, I think we're oh, at, in the Stone Age. Nah. Because, oh, God. First of all, wait a second. We're in the Stone Age? Who's yeah. in the top 10 of iTunes downloads for academic podcasting and has two thumbs? This guy. <laughs> yeah, because of your knowledge. <laughs> That's you right. Knowledge. I've got knowledge. I've got some knowledges. <laughs> I know how to make an RSS feed. That's right. But yeah, I mean, I mean, not that it's gonna make a, that big <clears throat> of a difference that somebody can like click on your notes and then can take their own notes and well, I, kind of blow up a picture or like pull up a video of something. Yeah. You know, it's not gonna be that much. It's not gonna make you know the material better mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. there and then because you'll still have to to go home and study just the plain old no study. now with, with what with google now you don't need to study at all um the thing is i have seen you know jenny govro yeah yeah um she has an ipad and she takes notes on it and she has a oh god it's an app that as she types it records so as she's typing things into her iPad, mm -hmm. it's recording what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So she sees her notes and hears my audio. Mm -hmm. And in fact, one time, one day when my recorder died, uh, she actually sent me the audio. And it wasn't, it's not as good as it comes from this thing. Excuse me, because it's just the iPad uh, Why are you thing. burping so much? Why not? Why are you not burping enough? <laughs> You ever wonder that? Stop drinking beer while you're podcasting. Stop drinking you beer while you're podcasting. And... Wait a second. I don't think you can podcast without drinking beer. You're always going... <laughs> talking and... <laughs> you're like you exploding. You are burping enough. 
That's see if you knew about podcasting more, you would it's know not called burp casting. Pod burping. If you knew about pod burping, um, uh, but anyway, um, <laughs> the uh, I'm picking at him. You are, and that I've completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> Isabel's so picking at Dave. What a heart! What a, what a, did they say? Harpy? Harpy. <laughs> what a harpy. It's not a word you hear a lot anymore, harpy. But it's up there with like now. It's a different thing, but like floozy. It's just one of those words you don't hear much of anymore. She's quite a harpy. It's, you should have to say it with an accent like that. That's right. She's from Los Angeles, L.A., La La Land, and she's a harpy. <laughs> okay. She split to the west coast, but yeah, yes, I was talking about the, but yeah, the audio wasn't, <laughs> wasn't. Uh, <laughs> that was a fake burp for those who scoring. You know, the audio wasn't perfect, uh, but it was, uh, it was pretty good because it was from the iPad, uh, the iPad uh, microphone. Yes, <sighs> you because you do that all the time. What? When you burp, you go. I do not. Yes, you do. I go. No, I don't. Where do you get this bullshit? That's just ridiculous. You're redonkulous. You're redonkulous. The uh, on Google Plus, I've been added to this group that talks about burps. About no, about psychology. A psychology? Yeah, but it seems to me that lately it's really just full of idiots, and I might leave it. Oh, God. You know, because it's all people talking about, I just read a book about Carl a Jung. secret? You know... It's all in the brain. <laughs> yes, I know. Yes, I, I'm aware. You know, cancer, <laughs> it's all in the brain. You can cure it with your thoughts. Yeah, exactly. That kind of crap, right? Ugh, and it just drives me just batty reading these people. And they're just... What's what's the deal with Carl Jung? Why? What's the deal with Carl Jung? Am I right, people? Is he, is he uh, like uh, Freud? He was like Freud in that he thought about unconscious. Okay, but he didn't mm-hmm. think sex was as big a thing as Freud did. So he went on this thing about what he called the universal unconscious. Yes, I know, though, but... Right? But, uh, yeah, he's thought of like Freud. It's, it's bullshit. I use that expression as kind of a... Sort of general kind of term, like, uh, you know, to me, like, religion is a kind of poetry or philosophy. It can be, sure. It's just another form of human expression. Right. It's just people expressing themselves. You know, and when you say the, the, l'inconscient collectif, it's, it means all the values that the social values that people carry without even knowing. You know, they don't realize. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think there are things that. There's a lot of things that control. That wasn't a burp, by the way. I was just thinking. Uh, there's a lot of things that that that, that uh, affect our behavior. We're not aware of. In fact, most things. Um, that affect our behavior are, are impenetrable to consciousness, right? Like, you don't know how you read. You just read. 
You're talking more like about a sensory thing. It doesn't have to be sen- sensory. It doesn't have to be. I mean, it could be cognitive things. Like how cognitive. Do you, you're, how, you're, yeah, you're, yeah. You're thinking like a, a scientist right now. Yes, I'm thinking like a psychologist actually thinks. Yes. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> what with my training and all. Um, yeah, yeah, so... But I was more... Like, of My comment is more artistic. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, I, I want our kids artistic. Uh, no, I, but I mean, there are things like, for example, the, the, the there are human universals. So we could call those universal, if you want to call them that, but that's not what Young meant. But there are human universals, like... Uh, that we protect children typically, and we're wired to do uh, that again, like evolutionary psychology. Yes, just yes. and again, why I would think of that, I don't know. What with my training and all, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's exactly yeah, that kind of thing. Well, it it can be sort of interrelated, but I guess when you say the collective unconscious, you mean those things that societies do. They don't even know that they're doing them, mm-hmm. and it's just part of the narrative. <laughs> oh god, the word narrative! I hate that. But people say that. I, I always say, "So you mean story?" Like it's like when people say, "I really love film." You mean movies? Example: uh, How you associate? Um, uh, I don't know, dark, black, and darkness to evil and. White and light to to goodness. That well, most kinds of yeah, things. I don't know if you know this. Evil grows in the dark, but uh, <laughs> is that a that's quote from, a, from? That's from a song. From Star Trek. No, God no. That's the devil in the dark. That's a different episode. Um, but there are things that, again, I mean. Or how in the spring people start going to Home Depot and buying paint. They all do it around the spring. Well, yeah, that's they because all you want can't. It's hard to do in the winter because you got house. You got to open up the windows and it's cold. Well, no, you could do it in the winter, just the same as in the spring. Maybe you—that's what you think. That's well, what you think. You and your, your with your, your. All you need is one of those air converters, like we've got. Oh, the, uh, the, the what's his name? The um, air scrubber the that we got from the cleanup people. Yeah. By the way, that is all done. The cleanup's done. Uh, the they're probably they have to repaint some rooms down here in the basement, and they're gonna probably re-drywall the basement bathroom where the fire happened. And we have a new dryer. And as I said on Facebook, oh yeah, if it's wrong to be in love with your dryer and your new ductwork, I don't want to be right. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It'll dry a load of laundry in thirty minutes. It's oh just, yeah, I'm so happy. For yeah. Well, it all, in the end, this all worked out for the good, and we'll have, starting sometime in January, everything will get painted, mm-hmm. and then, uh, <laughs> another fake burp, and then, um, we'll be back, we'll be back to normal.
see that's from you, I think. see that you've you've you've, uh, you've improved in the last week and a half I think yeah I'm trying to get the I'm trying to do the um, the strum the um yeah it's a certain style that yeah unless you're in that uh what's the name of that group the uh ukulele orchestra of Great Britain unless you're with them uh the um Israel Kawakawoli uh, strum and goes like you have to go one note and he he had his this G chord he had it lower than what it is oh yeah so he had his own and, tuning eh? and he did a, a kind of locking of the okay he blocked his strings to make it stop a little bit right and that's oof, I can't do that. Well, he was good. Of course. But yeah, I mean, I, I really do think you're getting better. It's funny. There's like a couple of people that we know that have. Because Jackie got a uh, a ukulele as well. I got it to her. I gave it to her. I did not know that. Yes, okay. I was at Future Shop and it's a ukulele and I thought, okay, I always wanted one of those, I'm going to buy one. And it was uh, like $30 and it was a cheapo one. <laughs> and every time I played it, the strings went out of tune mm. constantly. I had to tune it 20 times. So this isn't the same one from Future Shop? No, I went to um, Northland Music on Queen Street. Oh, you got I knew walked it. in I through the back. That. And I said, I came in to the place and I said, I want a ukulele. Do you have any ukuleles? And everybody in the store laughed. And I said, okay, well, I'm guessing that a lot of people have been buying ukuleles. And the guy said, yeah, they're coming out from the back and coming in and out and from the front. So it's become a trend? Everybody's buying a ukulele, apparently. Okay. So I bought this soprano one that was uh, 60 bucks. Okay. And it's so much a better quality and sure. it doesn't it takes maybe maybe 2 days and I tune it now. Oh, fair enough. You know, after 2 days. When I was a kid my dad made an electric ukulele by the way. No. Yeah. <laughs> Your dad makes guitars. He he, he used made to make he made guitars. guitars. Yeah, it doesn't anymore what with him being dead and all. But yeah. But if you look on YouTube and you type ukulele, you'll see 
tons of people making these little videos and I know. ukulele songs. Everybody seems to be... You don't... See, the strings are soft. It doesn't hurt your fingers too much. It right. hurts a little bit at first. Well, sure. But you don't need to push down much. And it's very small. And there are only four strings. So... And you can make um, a chord very, very easily, and you don't have to have like huge fingers. No, I think that's part of the. So I think that's part of the. That's part of the attraction. A lot yeah. of girls can play. A lot of kids. There was this little Japanese kid uh, two years ago yes. making a, a, a video. He was playing uh, this song, uh, kind of uh, mouthing it in English, and he was scratching his nose, and it was the cutest thing ever. Yeah. No, I saw that. Yeah, it's funny. It just began. I, I, I don't know why it's become a thing, but it's a thing. Well, it, it makes you happy just to hear it. You know, well, a lot that. of things make people happy, but why... You know, I wonder why stuff becomes popular. Do you know what I mean? Because like, it doesn't take, take itself seriously. Well, why isn't it harmonicas? Well, it's 60 bucks. Everybody can buy this No, harmonicas, thing. you can go for 10 or 15. All I'm saying is there are other simple well, music bands. Why have it, why has hard. it? Why hasn't the triangle caught You on? can't really, bing, bing, with, bing, a, <laughs> with a, a harmonica, you can't show with your fingers, you know, where the notes are. With a harmonica, it's in your mouth. You can't really show where you're blowing, you know? But, but with a ukulele on YouTube, anybody can can look okay. at the video. No, no, that's a good and, point. That's a good point. And people have these little, uh, they show the chords. Yeah, yeah. The uh, staff kind of things, yeah. I mean, I have this tutorial. You have the chords on the top right corner. You have the guy yep. strumming in the other corner. Yep. And at the bottom, you have the lyrics. Yep. You know, it's all together. So, it's uh, very useful and... And very quickly you learn the C and F and G and you start learning the chords very very quickly, you know, and then you just like this song it was we were just singing Baby Please Come Home. Right. I just two minutes about five ten minutes before we started recording I just uploaded the video and just did a bit of strumming like that and okay, I got it. You know, no, I mean, that's it. The nice you thing is, song, you know? well, the nice thing, like I said, you're you're, you're really. I, I've noticed that you're getting better. I'm not saying that you know you were shitty or anything, mm -hmm. but even in a short amount of time, I think you're getting like the, there's improvement noticeable. Is what I'm saying. Ah, you know? well, it's true. It's Thanks true. For your encouragement. You know, I, I didn't say I wanted, I, well, I wanted you to play anymore. I'm just. <laughs> so I pick at you for burping and you give me encouragement. That's, That's right. always how it goes. Oh, I know. I know. I know. And, and, and somehow I'm the bad guy <laughs> and you're fucking perfect. Yet I'm actually nice and you're evil. Fucks, fucks me up, man. Well. You know, it's those things that you spend a lot of time caring for that matters, the, that matter the more, mm -hmm. the most.
Yeah, I guess perhaps. <laughs> I don't know. It's no. It's like Jonathan. He takes a lot of work, but we love that little boy, don't we? He's yeah. He's just so sweet. Yes. On Saturday morning, I am. Uh, no, was it Saturday? No, was Christmas it? morning. Uh, Monday was, morning. Tuesday. Tuesday morning. Yeah. I am a robot. You have to get up now. He came twice and opened the door and yeah. said, Mommy, it's Christmas. I said, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm staying in bed. Then finally, he goes, I am a robot. Yeah. I never understood what <laughs> that... I need to get up yeah. now. <laughs> that was cute. I, I never understood why he went with the robot thing. Um... But he did, uh, which I thought was kind of funny. If there's anybody out there that um, can help me more with ukuleles, please do. I mean, I, I want to learn more, and there might be some people out there that know things about ukuleles or whatever. There might be. Or there may be people that realize that they're the favorite instrument of Al-Qaeda. I didn't know if you knew that. <sighs> you always have to mention something like that, eh? Yeah, just to kind of, you know, I gotta, I gotta lighten the, the, the mood a little bit here. You know. Lighten the mood? Lighten the mood. Oh yeah, lightening the mood. <laughs> I bought myself for Christmas. Well, for the end of the term, because I was so tired at the end of this term that I almost thought that I should quit I know. teaching. I was sitting here thinking to myself, I'm not going to say anything. I went to, her, to see a friend, my friend Joel, the native guy, to talk to him. I gave him some tobacco and I talked to him about maybe leaving. But anyway. <clears throat> I bought myself this ring. It's a beautiful ruby. It's my birthstone, and I love it. Yeah, no, it's nice. And it's uh, it's silver. Yeah. It's uh, what do they call the stone that is made in the in, uh, in, a, in a, a lab? Like it's built. It has a name. It's built. Or ruby. I mean, artificial, but mm, let me look. Yeah, it up. it's like a cubic zirconia ruby. Okay, artificial ruby, and then I'm gonna just googling this because it does have a name. Mm-hmm. Oh well, synthetic. Yeah. But I saw I a real having... one and I saw a made one, and yeah, yeah. I couldn't tell the difference. I think only a jeweler would know the difference, actually. Yeah. I, I think. I mean, again, I don't really know. Uh, the first synthetic rubies were made by fusing potash alum at a high temperature with little chromium as a pigment. In 1847, Ebelman made white sapphire by fusing alumina in boric acid. This is really interesting. Ooh. Um, Ew. What else? Burping. Freemi and Augusta Vernuli manufactured artificial rubies by fusing uh, barium difluoride in aluminum dioxide. Dioxide. With three oxone? Mm, probably wrong. It's been a long time since I did chemistry. 
with a little chromium at red heat. What does red heat mean? Ah, yes. Do you ever do this? Do you ever read Wikipedia, start clicking on links? Next thing you know, you've learned a whole bunch of things. Oh, mm -hmm. it's just when something's red hot. Okay. They're very interesting. Hmm. Famous rubies. The Smithsonian's National Museum of uh, Natural History in Washington has received the world's largest and finest ruby gemstones. 23.1 carats. 4.6 grams. Uh, Burmese rubies set in platinum ring diamonds, blah, blah, blah. A uh, 2007 London jeweler Garrard and Company featured on their website a heart-shaped 40.63 carat ruby. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Historical and cultural records. Relevance, rather. I always wanted a ruby. An early recorded transport and trading of rubies arises in the literature of the North Silk Road of China. Rupees have always been held in high esteem in Asian countries. They were used as to ornament armor, scabbards, harnesses of noblemen of India and Ooh. China. Rubies were laid beneath the foundation of the buildings to secure good fortune for the <gasps> structure. Really? Yep. Mm. So there you go. Now you know more than you would ever want. It looks like a little pomegranate seed. Yeah, kind of, eh? Yeah. Never neat. So... This is I did you know I know so little about gemstones things like that it just isn't something that I am that interested in frankly. Um, mm -hmm. Huh. That's kind of neat. Yeah. My gemstone is the uh, chicken wing. My my birthstone. Yes. It's the deep fried chicken wing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. I thought that was a lot funnier than you did. Okay. What else do we talk about? No. The hockey lockout. It's still going on. No. And it's pissing me off. Okay. Good. Just, no, it's not good. It's yes. horrible. I watched a tournament from Switzerland today on TV. I'm so starved for hockey. Well, good. Did you have fun? Then watch that. Team I was cheering for won. Team Canada won. I think it's better to watch <laughs> hockey that is not so... Freaking corporate ruled. Oh, bloody hell. I mean, hockey is a beautiful game. It is. And um, it's made um, into a big money grab, and it's just ridiculous. It's professional sports, hon. It's the way it is. Yeah, but it's, it's made the sport... Less. It's lessened the sport. We used to have, you know, players that out of their own merit, not because, I don't know, they, they were smart, like Wayne Gretzky. There's, there hasn't been another Wayne Gretzky ever. Well, no, no of course he's not. Just, he, he was just amazing. He was really, the best ever, yeah. You watched him, you just couldn't no, believe was, that no, he, he was, had these he, moves. He was, he was incredible, yes. Though I can say that the game's changed so much that if, if, if Sidney Crosby played in Wayne Gretzky's time, he'd be as good as him. Patrick Roy making those incredible Patrick saves. Patrick Roy was an amazing goal. Yeah, he's one of the best ever, sure. But there's still guys. Murray Bird, there's still plays. With, with his hair flying in the wind. <laughs> you just. The you fastest just hair in the NHL. Nut. You won't find these these people anymore ah. with heart and smart and just quick 
It's because you don't follow the game Wait, anymore. You don't no, follow the I'm game just... anymore. That's all it is. No. I... There's some remember, great players, whenever though. Whenever we've, we've watched, I knew just from watching the way things... I understand this game. I w I've been watching it ever since I was a little girl. I don't like what's what hockey has become. And that's just the way it is for me. I, I'm... I'm a romantic about hockey. Oh, hockey's a sure. Well, I understand that. I don't. I don't enjoy. Ever since uh, nineteen ninety three, I think was the last time uh, the Canadians that I remember. Yeah, that's less than the Canadians won the Stanley Cup. I haven't watched hockey and really liked it since then. I mean the junior. Championships are fun. The women, whatever the Olympics, it's good. Everything like that is right. good. But I don't. Uh, I mean, I I I I used to watch Pee Wee games. Just like wa walking in Quebec City, you could see hockey games anywhere, everywhere being played outside. Yeah, it was just part of my upbringing and people would talk about it and everywhere you walk there would be a game going on. Well, that's that's Canada, yeah. But In general, Quebec City is a the great hockey It too, has... So. It's become <clears throat> so corporate and, and when hmm. the United States started having big teams it's taken the heart and the soul away from hockey. Yeah, you know, you're not alone in saying that. I don't know if I totally buy that but you're not what you're saying is not something that people don't say. It's not like a, a, a ridiculous idea. Uh, I, I, also, the announcers are stupid. Now that's that's um, I will I am totally on board with that. Thank you. Yes. In French, they sound like idiots. They can't even say proper sentences. No, and the guys. Le Cavalier was. Oh yeah, whenever I know. He was calling games <coughs> in French. It was. Almost like listening to an opera because he was he had such good French. That's another thing that just I just can't take. And in English, it sounds like like that. No, I know the guy and the guys. I can't in, take it. The guys on LDS are probably some of the worst announcers ever. All they care about, and I'm, I'm not kidding. All they care about because I watch games, the Canadians games on LDS. <clears throat> their only thing they care about is is that a French guy that did something? It's bizarre. It's a weird nationalistic. It's like, well, well yeah, is it a French guy? He used to be our sport. Well, it's every. It was all of Canada's sport, and it didn't matter. It used That's to be also. True. It also used to be in Montreal. But the that French there were guys, Canadians were good, yes. and people wanted them. But the, but and the, they still do. The Montreal. Want them. The Montreal Canadians used to be. Half Quebec guys from Quebec and half guys from Western Canada. That's I understand that. Well, I, I mean, like out yes. west, yeah. But all I'm saying is that the, the, the guys on the guys on LDS are horrible. There's a couple of good people on TSN. Um, the people in hockey in Canada are really awful. Uh, TSN's got the best announcers, and in fact, the guy I was watching today, who does the games over in Europe, who used to be on TSN, I think he's one of the best in the business. And he has, doesn't he doesn't work. He moved. He moved to London. His wife got, his, works as an executive for Coca-Cola, and she got a job over in London. And I guess he said, "That's you know what? I've had a good run. I've been a sportscaster doing NHL hockey games for 20 years. We'll move to England. But whenever there's a, an event in Europe, 
TSN kind of hires him as a freelancer, and he's great. Look and at, I miss uh, hearing Paul, Paul Romanoff. Uh, Jean Beliveau uh, had this huge thing, and um, uh, Brockett Richard. I mean, these these names are just, they're legends. Yeah. It's never oh, going to be like that. No, it's never going to be like that again. Ever. No, no, it won't be like that again. So that's what I'm saying. No. I just can't stand it the way it is. I would prefer watching yeah. total uh, newbies, Aiden's team on TV. You know? <laughs> yeah. As long as yeah, they yeah. were enjoying the sport for what it is. It's a very good sport. Yeah. And then you could the greatest, watch yeah. them become really smart players. Yeah. And you'd enjoy the quality of the game <laughs> rather than, you know, like the biggest. Now they're like giants on ice with the, the guys best are a lot, equipment. The guys are a lot bigger than they used to gates, be. Best skates, yeah. best stick, and then they pound each other. I, I really don't agree. I had a conversation with um, Paul and Grampy about uh, uh, fighting on the ice. Well, I don't agree with no, it. No, and I used to think it was and, fine. Now I'm against uh, it. Yeah. Uh, Grampy said, "Well, uh, we've all only been out of the trees for the past one hundred thousand years. I mean, we're we're still, uh, you know, like somehow that violence is part of the society." I understand that, yes, but we also are educated now, and we've, uh, did you just fart? I might have. <laughs> I don't know if you've caught this. Well, you remember David the old... is burping and farting. The old episode where you, remember that? Yes. It's a classic. Yes, once. Yes. Well, that was a classic. That was remember. a long time ago. Yeah, it's still remembered in Canadian podcasting history. <laughs> But yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I agree. I, I, I'm totally against fighting hockey now. And I used to really think, oh, that's part of the game. I, I'm totally opposed to it now. Because someone's going to get killed. And we don't have to have people killed. <laughs> like, it's just too much, yeah. It's way, way, way too much. Uh, also, parents and grandparents need to back off and let kids play. I think that's also it's true. It's a game. No, I, I, I'm totally with you there. You know, it's not your life. Your life isn't on the line here. No, no, I agree. I don't know why people get so aggressive and screaming, and I can't take that. I agree. No, no, believe just, me. Uh, just watch it and enjoy it. Laugh. You know, um, maybe the referee has made a bad call. Okay, that's part of the game. You, what We all hate referees, you know? <laughs> I've always said good teams get past bad calls. But it's it's funny you mentioned Aiden because when I was in London last, I went to one of his games, and I'll tell you something: I see parents watching minor hockey games that are worse than anybody I've ever seen watch, and they're almost always women. I know. I, I was talking to one of the Greyhounds, a couple of the Greyhounds, uh, the last time we went. John and I went to a game because um, uh, one of the guys gave us tickets, eh? and um, mm -hmm. I, I heard these these two old women behind me. And they were just... They're terrible. They were horrible. And it was funny because at one point, one of them said, Since when is that a penalty? And I turned around and said, Since 1922, ma'am. 
because <laughs> it was some, I forget what it was, but it was, anyway, it didn't matter. But <laughs> she was just an idiot. But I, I told uh, I told Carson, who was the captain of the, of the team at the time, I said, you know, there's these two grandmas that were just, he said, oh, believe me, if you ask the guys in the team, the worst people, he said, you know, and we've all, we're all now playing in the OHL, and to this day, the worst people ever at any games are old ladies. They're worse than 25-year-old drunk guys. They're worse than anybody. It's old ladies, because they, because no one's ever, he said, no one has the guts to tell an old lady, shut the fuck up, lady. <laughs> yeah. you know, because then you're gonna look like yeah. a bad person. That's right. So like, if, if it's a guy who's 20 years old and he's drunk, you can do sit sit down. My kid's here. But like with an old lady, and I, I, like I did, I, I actually I forget what the hell it was. It was something about how an offside went. You know, and since when's that been a rule? And I actually, I think I, I said, you know, since 1925 when the NHL and the the merged with an, you know, but. It's like Monty Python. It was, it's the like Monty Python. with their purses. <laughs> Gangs of rogue grannies. Um, <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, I mean, uh, but I, I see things, and it's funny, because I, I like watching the game. I love the game. Uh, I love NHL. I, I miss the, what I miss the most is waking up in the morning and seeing if how the other scores affect my team and watching highlights. Mm-hmm. I miss I it a great deal. Know. I really miss it. What reading the newspaper about hockey and yeah, but well, you have other hockey to watch. This other World hockey. Juniors are on right now. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, but that'll be over soon, and then I'll be back to just like <sighs> we got skates too. I've got men's skates. Yeah. I'm gonna go skating. No, you, you don't have man skates, you have hockey skates. Yeah, I have hockey You don't have skates. figure skates. Yeah. Or you have what I like to call real skates. <laughs> Not I, I prissy figure skatey skate, skates. I skate like a robot, but you know, it's I'll get better, just like my ukulele. Well, it's I getting think better. That's what anybody gets better, right? I mean, it's just the way it mm-hmm. is. Yeah, I mean, you know. But yeah, we'll, we'll go up with John, do some skating. That'll be fun. I do like skating. I, uh, I'm a pretty damn good skater too. You know that? From you know, for a blind guy. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time we went skating, and I hadn't been skating in years. But I had played hockey as a kid, and you know, and you were out there, and you. Was uh, it in Toronto? Yeah, Nathan at Nathan Phillips, Phillips Square, Square, and they had rental skates because I didn't need skates, and I got a pair of skates on, and then next thing I was going around you and all your friends, and you said, "Hey, you can really skate," and I said, "I know." I'm like a grown-up man and everything. <laughs> yes, I can skate. Dear Dave. Well, nobody ever thinks I can do anything because I'm a loser. <laughs> You're, you've got a PhD. I don't have a PhD. I have a PhD in awesomeness. I'm a loser. And the other kids let me know you it. You make a big salary. I do okay. You've got a good family. I have a, I have a fine family, yes. That you make cook fun of me. Well. I'm a good cook. And you're a loser. Yep. I certainly am. Just because you've got no vision, it's not your fault. <laughs> you shouldn't take everything like that all the time. I don't. Well, do you have anything else you want to say? We should maybe wrap no. this one up? All right. Well, I think today's title is what? Uh, I'm a loser who isn't no, really burping? No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call it... Uh...
Ukulele rant. Yeah. We have all kinds of other good stuff in there, too. Ukulele. Ukulele constitutional Ukulele. hockey burping. That's... There we have our title. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, you can email us. Uh, you can email me at... Uh, I don't know. Let's pick another email address today. DaveBroadbeck at me.com. Yeah? And follow me on Twitter at DaveBroadbeck. And you can... What's your Twitter? At MemePetitPois. Mm-hmm. But I don't like it anymore because it has tits in it. I didn't realize. How did you notice that? I never realized. At first I thought you meant that Twitter was full of tits. It's like, what? Pitsy, but it's tits. Like yeah, but you it. think people think it's, oh, they're looking for like, people oh. on Twitter? They're like, hey, look, me, me, pee, tits. <laughs> Maybe they do a search on the on tits and they come up to me. I can speak for all men in the audience, just saying we've all done a search on tits now. <laughs> and on that note, we will see you next time. Thanks for listening in the comments at DaveBroadbeck.com. Thank you.